fine, fine. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's an up at dawn, pride-swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? God help me. Help me, Missy. Help me help you. Help me help you. Help me help you not have a hate watch. You had me at banana. Hello, Alice. Hi, Missy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. We watched the 1993 question mark four. I think four. Uh, I think it's four. Cameron Crow movie starring classic. the classic starring Renee Zellweger and the subject of our trifecta, the summer cruise into the Tom Triangle. Yep. Tom Cruise. I cannot wait to discuss this film. I this is a very different experience from watching Rock of Ages, our first oh, yes, film yes, of, of the Trifecta. One being that we know at least one person within this group at this moment loves this film. That is Alice. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have Uh-oh. not Uh-oh. revealed. I said at least one. No, 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 no at least one. I, okay, because we haven't one. revealed yet. No, because Alice has made me not tell her my thought. Like I said, I, so I watched Jerry Maguire. Alice said, send me all your thoughts. I did. I was texting them throughout the film. Uh, now, Alice, what do you think I thought of the film? Okay. I thought you were going to hate it. Okay. And I don't think you hated it, but I don't think you love it either is my, is my guess. Okay. Um, let, me, let me give a little background first. Um, so I picked this movie because... We wanted to 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 interrogate the the male star as as we like to do on this podcast, um, and we wanted to interrogate Tom Cruise. You'd already seen Mission Impossible One, which I actually think is his best performance. But, um, and I wanted to show I wanted to show you this movie because I mean I love this movie. The key thing though is that I have not seen this movie since it came out in like 1994 okay. when I watched it on VHS with my parents. So I a lot of this is sort of residual memory of how much I liked it at the time, but. Um, it's a, it's, it is, a, I, I thought it was, it was one of his, you know, best performances. It's very sympathetic. It will show you some of his acting range and like, you know, um, he, he is at his best. Tom Cruise is a very charismatic man. And I think this movie is one of the best places to see that. Okay. Certainly not Rock of Ages. Yes, certainly not. So I, I wanted to check on this because I was thinking to myself earlier, uh, you said you, you mentioned the film that I had seen of his, at least one, Mission Impossible, and I was really going through thinking to myself, okay, but wait a minute. How many Tom Cruise films have I actually seen? Because I, I know of Tom Cruise as a celebrity figure who was, I was just growing up in the age, homeschooled when E was on with the zeitgeist of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes and all of that. And so the films of his that I've seen are, and we're going to go in chronological order, not counting Jerry Maguire, Mission Impossible, and Jerry Maguire was 96, it was the same year. So Jerry Maguire, too, we'll count that, so two. Then we go all the way down to 2005, War of the Worlds. Then we're jumping, which I saw in theaters and on, like, probably DVD. Then I saw uh, Valkyrie in theater, in a theater. Because I'm interested in in war films, or was like his more so history. That that's less of a war film and more like a history film. Um, 
And then now Rock of Ages, the 2013 film Oblivion. And that's it. Not not a great not a great slice of the canon. Not, not a great, great slice of the yes. canon. Not, very None like, of outside them of are Imp- classics. Except for Mission well, Impossible. Well, Mission Impossible Mission Impossible is a classic. I would say, like, to me, the classics for Tom Cruise are you've got your cocktail, you've got your risky business, you've got your top gun. That's mm-hmm. that's his 90s era. Or sorry, yeah. that's his 80s era. Then you go into the 90s and you get a few good men. You get uh Jerry Maguire, you get Mission Impossible. I have seen then, one more, I just realized from yeah. this era. 92, far and away. I forgot okay, I yeah. saw that in a history class. It was a long time ago, right. but I so I don't remember much of it, but I just remember him being I it. I don't include that in the great performances. Um I'm not a huge fan of that movie. It's fine. Um mm-hmm. then he gets into his kind of weird period where he's doing um where he's doing um, Minority Report, which is excellent. But then he's also doing Vanilla Sky, which is weird. Um, and then everything after that. And then and then, they, then the Katie Holmes thing happens, and he sort of, like, loses his mind for, like, 15 years. Yeah. Or, or like, like, 10 years. And then he, pull, he pulls himself out of it largely through things like the cameo in Tropic Thunder, the mm-hmm. ca- or the cameo, in, the, the, the role in Rock of Ages, um, um, Edge of Tomorrow slash Live Die Repeat, the movie with Emily Blunt that that is well loved amongst critics and not not very well known amongst like normal people. Um, great movie, I, I I love that movie. Um, and then and then really digging in deep with the Mission Impossible and then most recently Top Gun Maverick. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that you coming in when he was at his like Katie Holmes peak definitely would color what you think of him. Yes, like I. I had ten. I had ten years where I was a human that I remember, where he was a good movie star. Like he was a solid movie star. The Scientology stuff wasn't well known at the time, even though he was participating in it. But um, that does, and that definitely does color my perception of him. Um, but but yeah, um, let's get into it. What did you think of Jerry Maguire? So you thought that I would hate it. I don't. That was hate my initial it. thought before you started take, yes. texting me. I don't hate it. I despise it. Oh, no. I really disliked this film, mostly from how horribly written this film is. It is one of the most god-awful, terrible, stupid, inane... Why why are these people together? This makes no... These people make no sense to me. I don't understand them. I don't understand their motives whatsoever. And I thought that... I I thought that Tom Cruise's character was supposed to be a soulless, vapid, uninteresting, boring, hollow individual until halfway through when I texted you and said, okay, how am I supposed to feel about Tom Cruise's character? And you're like, well, I think we're supposed to kind of not like him, but like him in the end. I'm like, oh, well then I'm getting a total wrong read this. I'm fucked. And I, I did not like the, I, I, I didn't, I enjoyed the experience of viewing it because it gave me something really juicy just to go, what the fuck, what the fuck in but this is like to me like Twilight in levels of the number of red flags that these people should be ignoring, but also the amount of of terrain we move in this film. Where I didn't realize they yeah. get married like it's them getting married is just like a, a minor beat within it. It's not even like a major mm-hmm. plot thing really. It just was I 
So I need yeah. someone who likes it to break me down and tell me what it was like to be there, what it felt like, and to give me a perspective that I clearly do not have on this film or why it has a hold on people. I, 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 did, I genuinely did not understand what the appeal of this was, except for I, the people who I thought were charismatic were um, Regina Hall, Cuba Gooding Jr. Unfortunately, I didn't like that he was in this because I didn't like having to watch him with everything that's with him. Um, But like he was good in it. But I didn't, I did not get Tom Cruise or Renee Zellweger's quote chemistry at all. Really? No, not at all. Oh no. I, I, but it's because I, I simply didn't see what anyone saw in Jerry Maguire at all. Like oh, this okay. guy is well, a, because this guy is like an absolute loser. Like he's a, he's a total fucking loser. You're siding with yes. his ex fiance. Yes, he's an absolute like parasitic little like like no. weasel. Like no, he's just every how is, time. How is he's he not a motivating people? He's Jay not Will, motivating the people flight. whatsoever. No, he's not motivating. He's not. He needs to be motivated by every other single person in this movie. Whenever it's his job, to try and do it. There, the, he just reflects back to them what they're saying. He just like throws his hands up in the no, air after the film, agree. and it's just like I don't, I don't know. I. I that's why I said I didn't get it. I thought he was I awful. Agree. I Jerry Maguire is a terrible character. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, so watching this for watching this for the first time as an adult, it definitely was a lot more rickety than I remember. Um, I will say when I when I when I when I when I was watching it, I got to the scene where he gets dumped by his fiance and he's drunk at um Renee Zellweger's house. I forget the character's name and. Um, Dorothy, and he's he's he, Dorothy. He's drunk at Dorothy's house, and he's he's kind of shaking around, and he's doing his Tom Cruise thing. And I was like, "Oh, this movie takes all of the like manic, crazy, jumping on the couch energy that Tom Cruise has, and and channels it into this character." But I think that's that what I gonna, hate. Like, and that's, that's what I exactly. absolutely I knew, hate. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew yeah. it. I knew I, I was watching this. I was like, "Missy's gonna hate this." Yes. No. And that's the part that because to me, it, it cannot separate to me. Tom Cruise, the person who is clearly on with an unnatural fake amount of energy that radiates because it is it is the collective unconsciousness idea of what a cool, quote, person is. But I don't understand how he ever became a, quote, cool person because I've never found anything he's done that interesting. Like, he's not, he himself I mean, isn't he, an interesting person except for who he dates. That's the only thing that I've ever heard about him that's interesting. His other interests are I do Scientology and movies. Those are the no, two no, things no, that he does well, in hold, his hold, life. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, young person. You didn't. You haven't seen Top Gun or Cocktail Risky Business. These were these were popular hit movies that established him as a star. Yes, it that, didn't come out of nowhere. But it but that made but it made those people idea think what cool is. So we the rest of people had to live with this weird, bizarro, outdated version of what a cool person was that has been projected. So that all these people in my life who was trying to figure out what weird energy are they doing? I'm like, oh, they're trying to have this fake Tom Cruise personable energy, and it's so unnatural because his is so unnatural too. It's I it's it's one of the weirdest things that I don't like about him it just no nothing about it worked for me all i saw was just a weirdo being weird the entire time 
I don't understand his. I'm sorry. I, and he has, can you cool down? This is minions. It's you're wearing a minion, and I think that's that's silently yeah, enraging me. <laughs> um, but okay, um, you don't know. You don't have to. It's a joke. Um, but but it's okay. So so okay. So cocktail. So risky business. Top Gun. He's in his like twenty like twenties like mid late twenties yeah. and thirties. Yeah, yeah, like like um um. Few Good Men, The Firm. He had a he had a string of well liked performances. So this is like at the apex. This, this is, is this the, is this is basically peak. the apex of him. Okay. This and Mission Impossible One was like the pivotal year. Um, Minority Report was the start was the start of the downfall. Not that Minority Report is bad, but it's the last good one. Um, Mission Impossible Two was bad. Um, Vanilla Sky was bad. Um, also Cameron Crowe j- joint. Um, we can talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. and then from there he's sort of get, enters his lost period where he where his lost two thousands where he's jumping on couches and shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is hey, I have a question. I have a question. Do you think that Tom Hanks is a friendly person? I'm sure that he is. He is a. I'm sure he's a personable person. I don't know if he's friendly or not because I've never met him. Okay, different question. Do you like Tom Hanks in movies? I do like Tom Hanks in movies. That's interesting because I. I, I mean, I feel like for as much as uh, look. I agree with you that when Tom Cruise turns it on, it is pretty fake-ish. Like you can tell it's you can tell it's an act. I thought that really worked for this character because that's what you do when you're like in a role like as an agent is you tell people what they need to hear and stuff. And so, so for me that worked, but it felt like it was channeling that in a really good way. And then when he, when you get to the actual sincere moments towards the end of the movie, the the help me help you speech and the and the and the monologue at the end of the movie, I think are the two times when he's really actually acting and emoting in a, in a way that I that, that felt genuine. Look, you can shake your head. It felt genuine no, it, to me and America. That's fine. That's I, fine. I, I, have a, I, have, I have America on my side on this one. Um, and I think that's the same thing that Tom, that the same thing that Tom Hanks does. And I do think that with Tom Hanks, there is an element of, oh, you're playing this nice dad character now, especially now. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really don't think there's that much distance between the two of them and their acting styles. But I guess I don't I don't compare them in my mind whatsoever. I find them on two very different wavelengths, but also I I haven't been exposed to Tom Hanks the person nearly as much as I have Tom Cruise the person, with the exception of listening to the podcast Dead Eyes, which is more so a filter for other things, but is you know yeah. about Tom Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, so I think for me too, it is just it is truly that projection of the Tom Cruise that I in real life do not like for multitudes of reasons, all of that energy being on there. And that is just something that I don't think I'm attracted to in people, which other people find attractive. And I'm having to come to that. I think that realization and conclusion is that I'm not going to probably ever get that because I don't like that and in the same reason that I also know some people do not like Tom Hanks, like they find him very mm-hmm. fake or the same same mission every yeah. single film that he does. You know, mm-hmm. I like it. I frankly, I think I tend to find him very funny. I just think he has a very good sense of comedic timing that I've never I've never seen. Like I've never felt like Tom Cruise is ever in on a joke at anything. Like there's a seriousness mm-hmm. about him 
that I just don't. I, I, I don't know because I feel like again, it, so okay, he doesn't so do I, many comedies. He yeah. doesn't do many comedies for sure. Yeah. Um. So I will then... also say I will also say I think that by channeling his sort of sort of very very too much energy into something like the Mission Impossible movies where they're saving the world, they everything is life or death. I think that I think that is why those films have really allowed him to make a comeback is because he can channel that really well. And then I think, I think in the last like few years, he's learned how to do the other stuff again. I think Top Gun Maverick is a good example of, he is much more subdued in Top Gun Maverick compared to how he is in, in Top Gun. But at the same time, he is giving a human performance in addition to the, the amped up Tom Cruise performance. Yeah. I, um, is this Renee Silwiger's first sort of like big film role? I believe so, yes. Okay, I believe so she was relatively unknown before this. I think she was nominated for... Was she nominated Academy for Award. Actress? Yeah, she was. Okay. I believe she was. Because um, I know that... Uh, and, 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 and Cuba won. Yes. Cuba I mean, won. Cuba, yes. Um, Cuba Libre. Uh, yes. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get as much like cultural context in my brain as possible. Because sure. as we go through and talk yeah. the film... Let me talk about my experience of seeing this movie. Yeah, let's, let's go more into that. Okay. So this movie was huge when it came out. I didn't see it in theaters. I was very young. I was I was mm-hmm. like ten. I was like ten years old then. Um, I remember that we did rent it from like Blockbuster. And we watched it at home. Um, I remember really liking the movie, thinking it was great, and then really thinking the, um, the 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 ending specifically, the last scene with them, you know, him giving the speech and her saying, "You had me at hello." It just really worked for me. It just really worked for me. And um, watching it again as an adult, there were definitely, like I said, there were definitely parts that were rickety, but that core of the movie felt solid to me. And, and, and there was definitely a lot more like nuance to what was going on that I didn't understand when I was a kid. Um, and so, and so I did enjoy it a lot and I was really surprised. I felt like it held up. I felt like this was one of the least nuanced films I've ever seen. Like everything was so much just on the surface. And, like, this but... is the night. This is the ninety. We hadn't invented subtlety yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's very true. That is very true. Um, had well, had Cameron Crowe been a thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because Cameron Crowe did. Uh, I think he did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I want to say. Um, and then and then this was a big one and then, and then after uh, fast this times was, at Ridgemont High. That's Ridgemont that's, High. That's, 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 yes, that's right. what it is. Yes, yes, yes he, yes, he yes. did one of those '80s teen movies. Um, I think he's written some other stuff between then and this. Um, Say anything wrote, and singles are yes. the two that are popping up. Oh now. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so classics and then um, this and then uh, almost famous and yeah and from there um, almost famous is how do you feel about almost famous? I was actually thinking about this just before, like, everything was getting set up and stuff, because I was trying to remember what I remembered about it, and I liked it when I watched it. I, I didn't, I didn't, um, when I watched it, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I see why a lot of people love this film. I liked it, but I see why a lot of people would love this, because there's a lot of nostalgia baked into it that I just wasn't around for, obviously. Sure. So for me, it was like pseudo-history and connecting it just because Mm. I like that type of music and knowing a lot of the songs and stuff. And sort of being around the age, actually kind of probably being around the age that the main character was, like within a few years. Yeah, and and having a very big crush on him. And so relating to that, 
film, I think more so grounded me than this, where I'm around the age that Tom Cruise is supposed to be in the film, but yes. I don't relate to him whatsoever. And maybe it's just because he's in such a bizarre, specific, yeah. high-stakes job a, that, yeah, it's that very that masculine energy, very, very, very yes. big dick energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Which I, I like, hate. That is... Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. You're predisposed to, to not like that. What I would say is, I don't think people are necessarily... I guess people are predisposed to like sports agents. I think it was really the thing of like... Um, well, yeah, what is up with that? Was that a thing? Yeah. Like sports agents? Like they were known? Yeah. And this was just the thing that people talked about? Yeah. I've never... I, don't, I've, I mean, maybe. I'm just not I don't in know that, that I don't know I that it's still a thing as much, but it definitely was a thing then... Um, cause like anyone in the periphery of sports, especially someone who would, especially someone who would represent multiple, multiple big stars. Okay. Yeah. Like they were, they were, they were known. Um, like the whole premise of Arliss is the same thing is that there's a celebrity sports agent. Well, yeah, but I also didn't get Arliss. And so I mean, I, mean, Ar I haven't, I also Arliss haven't, is... well, yeah, I haven't Arliss never mid. attempted to, um, uh, yeah. Sorry, so... Bobby. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So like, so we start the movie mm -hmm. and yes. He is like he is meant to be the awful, terrible person before the movie starts, and yes. then when he has the epiphany in the opening monologue, he it's like a light bulb turns on, and he mm. realizes, no, we actually have to be like people. Yeah, I was gonna say we know he changes because he tells us just straight out. We don't have to see the nuance of it. We get <laughs> the right away changing it up, and he's like, I then I basically go on this fever dream pitch where I'm typing up my it, mm -hmm. i started with a mission statement which when he said a mission yes. statement as if that was going to be the answer to everything i wanted to pull my tongue out of my face and just slap yeah. myself until i was unconscious because that I, was very working, 90s very working 90s. in the corporate world mission statements are such a fucking joke that to me i literally was like oh that's right this was when they actually thought this would mean something and then it became a manifesto yeah um so you so he writes the manifesto. He puts it on. He goes to the Kinko's in the middle of the night, <laughs> puts it on everyone's desk. Comes in the next morning to a rousing round of applause, and then, like two scenes later, he gets fired. Was it two scenes later? Was it that quick? Yeah, I guess it is maybe pretty quick. Um, it's pretty quick in the relative scheme of things. Um, I. <sighs> Oh, 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 we are first before he, he, he gets fired. He is we are introduced to Dorothy and her son. Mm. They, they run into each other at the airport. Yes. Um, I think I, there might have been some stuff with um, him and him and his fiance also. Um, I, I just have to say the the sight of the two of the um, Tom Cruise and Kelly Preston naked sharing a bowl, a gigantic, comically large bowl of strawberries on a kitchen table. I was like, this is what I thought sex was in the 90s. This is literally just what I thought sex basically, was. Basically, like, basically, too. I it, it really made me nostalgic for the weird, sexualized, not sexualized parts of films that I saw growing up. Where, yeah, it was like, sex is always this weird, like, act. It's like, it's like play. It's like a theater performance that you do for each other, essentially. Um okay. Which is great yes. for me since I'm a you know a performer, hooray! But uh, you know that didn't translate. And um, I, so I, from the get go, it really hurt me that they made this character. I knew so that I knew the asshole turn came. I'm like, okay, we're part of that part of the script. And then the literally everyone and everyone clapped scene, which I was mm -hmm. like, really okay, fine. 
and then yes, he's gonna lose everything, and he's only gonna have one client. I knew this film was about. So I came to know this film was about two things. Tom Cruise has one client, and Tom Cruise falls in love. I didn't realize that the entire film was only these two things. There's not an A and a yeah. B plot. It's just A B plot, and it, we don't yeah. have we don't have any distractions from that. So when we're not in no. one, we're in the other, which right. fine. But and they're, and they're and they're intertwined also. Like he kind has to. Of. No, no, no. He they are. He has they, to realize. He has to. He has to. He. The, the idea is that he is teaching. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character that he has to play the game, which, you know, mixed message. I don't really know how I feel about that. Um, and Cuba Gooding Jr. the whole time is saying, you need to take this shit seriously. Like, shit or get off the pot with her. And he's ready to get off the pot. Like, they're getting off the pot. And he realizes in 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 the one moment where he where he finally achieves success that he wants he doesn't he wants a shit. He wants he wants to be in the relationship. And that's what leads to the last scene and the monologue and, and everything. So I I think they're very they're very tied together. Like um it's it is very like very intertwined. So okay, um there's a there's a birthday party where where they surprise they have a surprise birthday party that's not a surprise for him. There's this really intricate video that where they, they have like they interview like all of the women in the office. And I was I was watching this and I was thinking like this is a lot of work. They had VHS tapes back then. They didn't have fucking Da Vinci Resolve. Um, someone cut this together. Yeah, it, um, again, the very realistic how everyone has a video where all the women in their life well, talk about the intimate details of how much they love him, but he's also like but this is, his but terrible this is personality like a, flaws so that I, he can see sure, it on sure. his face and know everyone's perception about himself so he has a self-realizing but, but, doubt and crushing, oh my god. Ugh, just get it, the exposition out all in this. Look, you are you are um, ooing at the cliche of it, I think this movie is why it's a cliche. But I don't know what this is. This isn't a thing. There's no cliche here because this is not a thing that's done. Like, I've never seen another movie where people are making filmed, like, things, interviews together and presenting it. And that's what, like, the impetus of the characters, like, inciting incident is within this. Like, romantically. Like, the inciting incident for him to have love is all the women in his office being like, oh, we love him, he's adorable, he's handsome, he's cute, but he's basically totally incapable of, like, being a person. You know, he has to be around other people. He can he can sure. only be a vessel for other people to put things in, which is literally yep. what Tom Cruise is. Like, he is an empty husk of a vessel where people pour stuff in and he reflects it back out to them. But there's nothing that, going on that... inside. I don't know that I would go that far. Um, I think the character Jerry Maguire is that, and I think that I think I think he has some of that energy, which is what comes through, and why he why this performance is is you know remembered. But um, okay, so then he go, they go to lunch. He goes to lunch with Jay Moore. He gets fired. He runs back to his office to try to to try to save his clients. Um, he's got them all on speed dial. The um, he's talking to them. They're saying no. We're going with the we're going with the agency. We're going with the agency. He gets to he gets to Cuba Gooding Jr. and Cuba Gooding Jr. draws it out like he wants. He he's he's also like very needy. Like as a as a as a client, he's very mm -hmm. needy, and we see that we see that a lot throughout the movie. Um, demanding of Jerry's attention and holding him, and so while he's on the phone with Cuba, he sees all of the dots of all his clients hanging up because they because Jay Moore got to them first. Um, and then he got he saves Cuba, and he also saves um, this kid who's going to get drafted in the NFL draft. Um, 
actor who's a Jerry player. O'Connell. Yes. Um, and so um, he has two clients, and he walks out, and he says, he says, I'm leaving. This is bullshit. Who's going with me? And no one responds. <laughs> and he's like, the fish. I'm taking the fish. I'm taking the fish with me. And then that was a Renee Zellweger. That was funny. Him saying that was I was funny, yeah. the fish was funny. That is a funny bit. Yes. Yes. And then Renee Zellweger says, who had met him, like knew him because they worked together, but like had met him at the airport. He was very nice to her son when um when when they were together. They were. Also, also one thing I want to note on that scene at the airport, she says like, oh, don't go to Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach is like right south of LAX. It's like a 10 minute drive from LAX. I don't know what the fuck that she was saying. Um, I want to know, we, we skimmed past this, but you've mentioned the airport several times and it keep, the only thing that I think of when you say airport and airplane is Renee Zellweger, like pining and juicing and giving them like faces, like doing the oh, yeah. most yes. obvious facial work I've seen of any actress conveying how yeah. much she wants Tom Cruise to plant him self in her and I mean, her life I mean, okay. and just Look, like she, she's horny she's she's a single mom she's yeah, lonely which, she's horny which is which is like fine i'm not saying single women can't be horny it, but it was just like a weird way to present our main female protagonist character which is yeah. getting wet for the other character who we're told how great well, he is by everyone else yet no, no, but no, has no, yet no, to no, display no 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 i think I think in that scene, she's at first attracted to how much he's into her and the conversation they're having. Also, the fact that they're in first class and she's not. And then and then that builds into the the, the turn on for, for Jerry. But that's not like I, I do think that he is supposed to be seen as a good guy. And I think like ways that they show this, I think he's nice to his fiance, even though she clearly is like dumping him and then dumps him. He's never mean or terrible with the kid. Um he he cares enough about everyone in the office to know all of their names so he knows Dorothy's name when they meet at the airport um like those are the those are the signifiers to show like he is underneath all of this like not just a superficial terrible agent you know bro he, human I, I don't know i guess um okay so dorothy dorothy goes with she says she she's she she read the manifesto she believed in it she she goes with um as they're walking out she says are you gonna are you gonna have insurance and he's like yeah yeah i'll figure it out i'll figure it out do you know what i honestly think i would have less issues with this fucking film if they actually told me what the goddamn manifesto said i'm just so pissed off that everyone is telling me how life-changing and amazing and what this is but we never actually find out what the message is like he doesn't we get just basically his bullet point which is just like you know, less money, you know, less clients and like more personal and just like little bits. But I'm like, this is 26 pages of, of things. Like it just was so frustrating to me that they told us the most simplest bullshit and then made me expect to be like, and this is what changed everyone's opinions and made every single human being on his side, except for the fact, except for when he gets fired. And then all of a sudden they, they're like, well, we, we don't love you that much, Jerry. You're not that much life changing. Well, no, 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 no. So, so Jerry, the, 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 I've, I've, I've texted, I've put in the chat, the link to the manifesto. If you want to read it. Okay. Um, wait, Cameron someone Crow actually, Cameron oh Crowe actually wrote it out. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, but here's the thing. 
the idea is the manifesto is talking about how they've lost the soul of of what they do which is to say like servant leadership working with clients they are they're thinking about their clients as resources as, as money not as people and it is leading to them being worse at their jobs and and be harder for everyone and his view is fewer clients more attention more 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 emotion actually actually being able to be there for his clients um and i think those are not, it's a good sentiment. I think it's a very positive sentiment. I think that, especially a business like like as described, and I assume with like the sports agency or like talent agencies, like that probably is that probably does resonate. It sounds like yes, if I had to, if I could do what I want, I would have like a boutique where I where I only serve a few people, but I'd serve them really well, and they'd, I'd get paid really well, and it'd be good. But and so like everyone's everyone reads that and thinks yes absolutely i would like to do that do 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 more for less for fewer people um but it's not realistic and that's why that's why they all clap but then when when jay moore fires him no one is surprised cuz the industry is cutthroat and he's he's clearly lost his edge that's that's what the, that's what the manifesto is saying is i've lost my edge yeah i, I we can't get into this right now this is one of the worst documents i've seen structurally it, literally, there's there are sections that say, random fact number one twenty eight. There's no other random things. Uh, there's a section he, called a happy life. In the middle of the night. There's a section he called one hundred seventeen a.m. Miami thoughts, and then another one, an update where it's like a blog. Miami twenty. He basically invented a blog. Miami two thirty seven a.m. thoughts or like a long Twitter, and then a yeah, random blog. Forget the dance. Yeah, focus. Like love the job. Be the job. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with them. Forget the dance. Focus. Miami three thirty one a.m. thought. This is random travel tip four three four like. When using a hang-up bag, whenever possible, pack clothes in dry leaning bags. The extra layer prevents wrinkling. Oh my god, he's a genius! Oh, he's Jerry Maguire! We love you! I... No, 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 hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. I don't think they... I, I think that they were heralding the fact that he wrote it and was saying the, the, the underlying message, which I just paraphrased. I know. Um, but like, okay, I shouldn't have read people... this because it makes it worse. Okay, going back to going back to this discussion. It's 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 not about the it's not about that. It is about the sentiment and it's a nice sentiment, but they know it's not realistic. Yeah. That's why like they're clapping for him because it's like, oh yes. Like it's like it's like if you went, um if you if you were in class and you stood on your desk and said, We should have class outside and everyone cheers and then like or 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 um we shouldn't have we should have we shouldn't have homework anymore. Um and like everyone in the class cheers, but then like 20 minutes later, you get pulled into the principal's office. It's like that. Okay, but I I, I don't... Th okay. I think I, I understand all that part. That's not the part I'm struggling with. I'm just struggling with believing that they would at all by end of this. But that's... I'm not going to ever get over that. Because Cameron Crowe can't I, write to me to make me believe that. So can, I think we I mean, need to move past that part. Okay, okay. And one, one, one last thing I'll say is... It. One last thing I'll say is, this is a conversation that I have in every day at my job in terms of like we're doing too much. We need to do fewer things better. We mm -hmm. need to we need to take our time. Everyone's overloaded, and like that is that is a conversation that I'm still having in 2023. I mean, I work at a video game studio. I don't work at a sports agency. It's not as cutthroat, but it's serious, and and it's that sentiment does resonate with people. It is the sentiment of being better at what we do and and taking more care instead of cutting costs everywhere to do as much as possible. Um, 
I think that's a sentiment people can get emotionally behind even if they don't agree with it. Like, I mm-hmm. think if you polled people, that would poll very favorably, even if even if you know that most companies aren't going to implement it. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, I, let's I, I, yeah. I, I, the problem is, is that I'm everything you say is making sense, and then everything in my brain just makes up another reason why this is just uh, an absurd premise. But I'm so that's why I'm just gonna like move on from because now I'm just thinking. Well, who's reading twenty six pages of this? I don't like. What? Who took the time? Probably, yeah, like, they're probably not. They're probably not reading twenty six pages of it. Yeah, so that's they're where probably I get, yeah. they're probably looking at each other and whispering, "What the fuck is this? What did he do? Yeah, that's so, no one's, so like no one's clapping the next day. All right, so so. Well, no, 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 but 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 no, I think that someone starts clapping the next day and everyone joins in because it's a nice thing to do. Okay, that I can believe, I guess, that people just started, yeah. like, oh, what are we clapping for? Sure. But that's and, not and what was because, played. Well, hold on, hold on. But because we are presented with his point of view, he's telling the story. Yeah. He sees it as everyone cheering him on. Yeah. They're probably not actually cheering him on. We know, we know that. We know, we've actually know that. So Renee's... Or they're, they're patronizing him. Renee right? is the one is that, that leaves with him because she has yes. a huge crush on him. So she, she has a, well, she has she has a huge crush. She says she believes in the mission. Um, also, she is a single mother, and she sees this as an opportunity to get close to this guy that she's attracted to. Um, yeah. So they leave. Um, Tom Cruise goes to Texas to meet with the 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 high school kid's father, and he says, and he said, if you showed up, you, you've you've got you, you've got my word that you're 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 my agent. Um, and then and then they they are going to the NFL draft. Yep, and Bo, it's Bo Bridges, and he says, my word is strong as oak. And as soon as he yep. said that, I know, well, he's going to break that promise almost immediately, isn't he? Right, right. So um, there's some other scenes. Um, Tom meeting with, with Cuba. Um, the scene where Tom... Let's, let's, let's talk about the scene where Tom shows up. Tom gets dumped by his fiance and shows up drunk at, at, at Renee Zelliger's house. Which was wild like I, I i mean he's a happy drunk at least but like if my boss mm-hmm. came to my house drunk like i like my boss but i would also be like uh something is very wrong here and what i need to not do is get emotionally invested in you right now and what's happening well but she she has a crush on him like it, it's not it's not just like I don't think you have a you have a crush on your boss. I'm gonna that assume you do. That is true, don't. but it's it's just a weird and like and like you yeah, you know he's going you boss. know that her she he knows she knows that he is going through a tough time. He just got fired. Um, he now lost his fiance. He, she has sympathy. Well, yeah, for she's him. literally like she's the one that's talking Bonnie Hunt down from like oh, I love Bonnie Hunt. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention her, but Bonnie Hunt is as like literally yeah. give her an Academy Bonnie Award great. for this performance. So good. Um, but mm-hmm. she's the one that's like. I feel has the more sensible yeah. and reasonable outfit, but it's yes. not the most. She's not the risk taking one. She's not the invested mm-hmm. one. She's it's not the romantic one. I'm not trying to she's, say it's she's the, the better one, choice, but it's yeah, the one that yeah. is she, most she sensible. Is the one, she is the one who would rather be in a divorced women's group and gripe about men constantly versus put herself out there. Yes, and, and like I love that. I frankly, I, watching this, I was like, how do I get into a divorced women's group? Do I have to marry <laughs> someone and divorce them? I just want to go to that. I just want to go to that that meeting. You, that, you, was, that looks fun. You'll do a 24 hour annulment just to be able yes. to like go to the club. Hey, hey. Hey, Missy, you want to go to Vegas and get married? I'm already so married, but wait a minute. If I'm already married, if we try and get married, does that just annul the marriage right away and so it still counts? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have to figure out the Nevada law on that. Okay. We'll, ask, we'll, okay. ask, we'll ask Elvis Priest. Right. 
So, 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 other things that happen in this scene, mm-hmm. it's very clear once again that he is really good with the kid. He's really good with he's really good with her son. Um, he and 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 that is something I will say. I also will say like I really like that about this in the entire movie. That at no point does he ever like have an issue with like the fact that she has a kid, the fact that her kid is like like sentient and it can say weird things. Yes. Um. He's just he's just great with the kid, and it's never really even commented upon. Like, why would you want to be so with someone with a kid? I think I I really like that about this movie. That was um, the best part of it in terms of Tom Cruise's mm-hmm. performance. I really enjoyed his scenes with the kid. That was really yeah. natural. And the end with him and Renee in those parts, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I, uh, and I get with those interactions, especially how they played, why Renee would be attracted to that part of his personality. Like the, yeah. the, the, you're, you're, you're going to find a lot of men who would do that. Yeah. And it's, 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 it goes beyond fatherly and it's because it's just, he is, because he is a people person and his whole life is about being good with people. He's literally used to people asking him and saying weirder stuff than what this kid has said. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. my husband who thought he wouldn't be good around kids, <gasps> but then is able to be good with them because he just talks with them like he does other people and is able to. Talks, to he talks at their level. Yeah, yeah. He just talks at their level and just sort of is like, okay, yeah. Like, okay. You said a weird thing. I'll say a weird mm-hmm. thing back to you. It's fine. You know? Yeah. But this was the scene. This when I was watching. This is also his most like manic Tom Cruisey, and this is when I was like, "Oh, Missy's gonna hate this movie." Um, fast forward, the, we get to the NFL draft. Um, he, Tom's there with the with the with the football kid. Um, he's also he also tells Cuba Gooding Jr. to come out because he mm-hmm. can meet some people, press the flesh. I hate that expression. Um, and during this, Tom finds out that the kid has dropped him and gone with Jay Moore. Yeah. Which to me, okay, so here's the thing that I'm, again, that is presented that is another half of the question. So Jay Moore is, like, supposed to be so much better and so much good at this and nabbing all these people. No, 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 no. No, he's not better. He's not better. He's, he is, he is the establishment, but... He is the establishment and the threat to Tom Cruise, but it like morally, it's it, we're meant to, not just morally. Like we're meant to believe that Tom Cruise is a superior agent, but because he grew a conscience, he is now losing everyone. Like no one want, no one will believe in him. Jay Moore is the inferior substitute, but he's also the safe option now for for all these people. But Jay Moore is the person who is ha- what I'm. I need to finish what I'm saying here. Jay Moore. To the football people is the better option because why? He, because he he has because he is he is he has the backing of the full agency. Tom Cruise is Jerry Maguire is one guy and and one lady behind him, and and they don't even know about the lady. So they see Jerry Maguire as like one guy versus institutional power of this sports agency that has been existing probably forever so they're not signing because of jay moore it is literally no. just to get access to all the other bullshit so they're basically and that, like and that's why we want and that's, we and want that's the access they're... to the other bullshit that you can't give us that yes, never yes. felt like, like I, want... I never felt like that was communicated in the scene i thought this was like I... they were just like going for jay moore personally like something well actually wait wait, wait hold on hold on about it hold on the the bo bridges part they go with him because Jerry walked across the floor of the draft with Cooper Gooding Jr. And they didn't like that he was being seen with a black man. Was that it? That's the reason yes. why? It was because... yes. I just thought it was they're because... They're fucking racist. No, they're oh. fucking racist. Well, he that said, needs to said, be... Said, I didn't get that. 
I mean, he says it. He's, you can go back and watch. No, I know he, he said. It. I know he said that the black kid, but I didn't take it as the black kid, as if he was saying. Yes, yeah, it was. You know, it was uh, no, no, I just no. Was like, he was. He okay. was like. He was like. Why did you do this? He said. Well, we made the decision when we saw you walking across the lobby with that black kid, and it's like. Yeah, because they're fucking racist. Because they're from Texas. That's the, no. And the, I assumed it was because we you no, worked no, because I guarantee you is because it meant to imply is implied racism. Thought that they were saying that Jay Moore came in and asked him to sign, and at that moment they looked down and Jerry Maguire wasn't there, and they're like he's too busy doing off with this other person. So that's why I was confused that this whole turn was happening, except for the fact that I just like, well, it was written because of course it is. Because Jerry just has to have another obstacle. So that blows my mind that it's like for racism. Like, I get, I'm not saying that's not the thing. Is It just, I, I'm shocked that it blew past me because maybe Bo Bridges was just subtle enough that I didn't right. like catch it. But that's, this is, yeah. This so, was something I didn't catch when I was a kid and I watched it and I caught this time. So, yeah. So I guess, okay. I guess it's because Jerry's reaction isn't in response to that part of it. It's just losing right. him as a client. I never read into well, okay, the, the, the morality implication of all that, but sure. I was fine. You know, but, okay. But, okay. But yeah. So, so Jerry, that's also, I think why Jerry's okay with it is like, he hears this, like part of his thing with Cuba is him screaming. I love black people. Um, it, like, like when he's show me the money scene. Right. Yeah. So, um, if, so if it's like, if that's like, I, okay. Which it. Is it is that supposed to be commentary on underlying racism within yes. sports agencies and how a lot or, of or, black well, people are signed with agents it's... who are overtly racist, but they have to sign with them because they need the access? Um, I think I think it's more just um, I think it's more just overt. It's it's over it's it's a dig at people from Texas being yeah. racist against black people, which you know take take your leave as you will, and Jerry. Seeing that they're racist against black people, feeling like, okay, well, now I, have a, I actually have a reason to not want your business as compared to I want your business even though I want your business because it's the only one I have. Yeah, okay. I think if anything, it would have been Jerry swallowing his pride, not like taking on a racist client that he knows is racist um, just to get, get get money ahead. And like Jay Moore does that, like right? Jay Moore, Jay Moore takes him back, right? Yeah. Okay. So it, yeah, it, I just – the overall structure of that because because they are pitting – it, about Jerry's personality so much and his personableness, mm -hmm. I was one for one then translating and assuming all of these other decisions being made were because of Jay more personally. I just, for some reason, hadn't really, because we didn't spend much time with it, absorbed yeah. the fact that no, no shit, they're just getting him for the access. Or, go in this case, racism. Yeah. Yeah. Go, like, like, go watch the scene where he's talking to all his clients. Like, Go back to the show me the money scene that you'll say, like, if you look at that scene, you will see them saying, like, I want to go with you, Jerry, but I can't. You, I've been with this agency forever. Um, and then if you go back and watch the scene where, the, where, where, he, where he's on the phone with or he's talking to Jerry and he's like, he was like, your word was oak. And he goes, yeah, well, we, we made the decision. Like, you can tell, like, they really do kind of hammer it. Like, it, it isn't super subtle. Like, Bo Bridges, like, like, dramatic pauses the shit out of the line. You were down there with that black guy. Um yeah. Okay. So Jerry now only has one client. He's he's trying to get he's trying to get Cuba to to play the game. Um, the season's starting. They, he doesn't have a contract. He the the his he's does he's not getting the money he needs. Um, it's not going well. Um, 
Oh, oh, very important. Um, he goes on a date with with Dorothy. He goes on a date with Dorothy. Um, he asks her out. He asks her out first, and 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 during the date, he acknowledges the like power dynamic thing. And and normally, I am like very like I'm I, I manage people. I'm not going to ask them out, but. I'm okay with it here because she is so clearly into it and throwing herself at him that she, that like, it's not like, it's like there's a world where she asks him out anyway, right? It's yeah. it's not like it's, it's not like it's using the power differential to get something that she doesn't want to do. It's the most uber consensual relationship yes. because she is clearly throwing herself at him and he's yeah. the one that has to open himself up to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's he sees her initially as this is my way to not be alone. Um, I don't think he sees her as a person or as as a woman really. And especially, I don't know. I don't know how he doesn't in that fucking black dress that they had Renell Zellweger in. God damn. Um, yeah, and that's I think the part that because I I got that it just was that colored the strangeness of the relationship up until the point where he makes the turn. And he he does sort of open his heart up to it because I'm so used to him being like mm-hmm. again the the person that is depicted in the weird video, video essay by all these women yeah. just saying yeah. you can't be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so then it's not going well because he because he only has one client. They're not signing a contract. He he's running out of money. Um. Jerry. Uh, Renee Zelliger takes the job in San Diego that she's talked about a few times. Um, she's about to leave. They're packing up the car. And he says, like, ha, ha, ha. What if we got married? That'll save us on insurance. And and she knows it's not real. She she says later she knows it's not real. But she wants it because she wants him, even though he she knows that he doesn't love her back the way that she loves him. And But she's willing to take advantage of him doing this anyway and she says yes and they get married and that's why and i think that is why the wedding is so short and such a such a not plot point i i, I remember texting i was like is this an engagement parting or is this no, the, wedding? the wedding and then that's by the, the wedding, time but you couldn't even respond because by the time you're like oh no nope, this is the wedding because they called him mr right. and mrs jerry mcguire right. so this is yeah that. and then and and then and then and then before, before this at one of the times they're hanging out cuba uh cuba gives jerry the speech of like if you are if you're if you're dating someone and you don't love them, you need to talk to you need to tell her. And then at the at the engagement party, he's like, "You know that talk yet? Did you?" And he goes, "No, I didn't." Um, so Cuba knows what's what the what the fuck is up. Um, that that takes us to later. Um, it's a pivotal game on it's on Christmas Day. It's on it's a Monday Night Football. Um, Cuba gets a game winning play, but he gets knocked the shit knocked out of him. Um, He's lying on the ground, and and everyone's like, "Oh God, is he dead? Is he dead?" Um, he gets up, he 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 wakes up, he gets up, and he starts dancing. He starts dancing because earlier in the movie he says, "I'm not going to dance for them," because he realizes that like this play is a gift, and he can lean into it and become the star that he wants to be, and he gets the big contract, and and yeah, um. Jerry watching Cuba realizing that his one client might be dead makes him realize what he actually wants. He runs through an airport, he flies home, he gives one I think a great monologue to Renee Zellweger. Um and she and then she has the classic line you had me at hello. 
and and that's the movie. So when they both started crying, I yeah. felt my body being like, "Oh, people crying, you should cry." And then it went, "No, what the fuck? You're not crying at this shit. Like this, what are you? What are you doing here? Like it was, I was just going like, this is what is happening. But it's because the part that I relate to the most in this film, and it is part of." The, the rock of me and my husband's relationship is that fact where he was saying, I achieved something and I didn't have the one person that I wanted to share that achievement with with there. With mm-hmm. my husband is the one person in my life who I want to share my yeah. achievements with. He's He is that person. It's love. Yes, it's, yes. He understood what love is. Yeah. And so I, that, and so that was the moment that I liked. But every single thing leading up to that was so unpleasant that I it couldn't override what I went up to to kind of okay. to get those two people there. I mean, I you you say unpleasant. I like I think that there are nice bits of comedy sprinkled in throughout the movie. I think that you get characters like Bonnie Hunt and Regina Hall who could just show up and 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 talk shit like shit talk Jerry Maguire a lot and then he has to sort of take it on the chin. Um yeah, I think I think there's I think there's a lot to like about this movie. I'm sorry it didn't work for you. Yeah, no, it did. And I, and I, it was funny. You asked me the questions about do com- bad comedies make me angry? And the answer yeah. is no, unless apparently it's something that's purporting to be a comedy, but is. This is, well, I mean, this is, this is, this is, this isn't really a romantic comedy. I wouldn't call this a romantic comedy. Wikipedia says it's a romantic comedy. Graham Crowe. Wikipedia is wrong. Wikipedia is wrong. Romantic comedy implies will they, won't they? There is no will they, won't they in this movie. They do. Yeah, they do. But then it's like, will they, won't they stay together? Because then they don't. Like, because they break up for like a, a you know, a twenty-four hour uh, period I, or whatever. Yes, like, 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 like twenty minutes of of movie time, they break up. Yes. I don't know what I thought this movie was going to be, but this, it wasn't what, I don't know, it wasn't what I thought. I was hope, I think I was hoping for something that was as charming as, like, Pretty Woman. I think I was expecting to be that level of charmed by someone in this film that was as yeah, charming I think, I as think Julia that, Roberts that, was to that me. Is- that is impossible. That Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman may be the most charming performance in a romantic comedy ever. Everything pales in comparison to that movie. Okay, well that's okay. So that's not a good bar then. Um, uh, but it was. <sighs> well, also I will say I will say I don't I like. So Tom Cruise is meant to be charming in this movie, but I think you're supposed to be skeptical of him. I don't think there is a like shining charming figure that you're supposed to root for the whole time, like. People did root for Jerry Maguire. I think you're supposed to keep him at a distance because of all the the this, the, the the shit. And like by the end of the movie, you're supposed to root for him. But I don't think you're supposed to spend the entire movie rooting for him like you would like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. Yeah, I guess the I I guess the fact that I I think the section where what is built into Jerry that we're not supposed to root for him is magnified by what I in real life, do not root for Tom Cruise. Sure. And those two things, that energy, collided together to make a character to whom me was so unappealing and unattractive. 
that I didn't buy into other characters ever liking him as much as they did. And again, again, it's not that I guess I wanted him to be... like I'm not I'm not judging you like cuz I was yeah, thinking I was thinking I, about this and I was thinking like I I I have not seen many I don't think I've really seen any Woody Allen movies and given all of the the horrible things he's did and been accused of I don't want to watch them. I know yeah. a lot of people who love those movies. Yeah. They're formative movies for them. They're formative for cinema. I get that. I don't think I could watch them. I tried watching one for because Kirsten Dunst was in it for like 2 seconds and I couldn't watch it. I just couldn't do it. So, I get it. I get what you're saying. At the same time, I think I'm sorry that the movie wasn't able to rise above that because I think I think that's why like when Tom Cruise is good, it makes me forget about the Scientology yeah. and the bad shit. Well, and I'm thinking I think with our third film, it, we are. Well, I have no have fucking a... idea what's gonna happen. I have no fucking idea what's gonna happen with that one. I think it's the one most likely out of the three I'm going to enjoy the most because it's probably the most. Well, one, it's based off of a play. It's an Aaron Sorkin play, and so I think it's the one that's going to be most structured by like something that I just am used mm-hmm. to at least. Um, yes. Can, can can I can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Regardless of how it goes, commit to at some point. We have to do it. We don't have to do it the week after, but commit to at some point watching. Edge of Tomorrow. Because Edge of Tomorrow is a good movie in spite of Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I think Alex likes that film. Uh, It's a good movie. It's a good movie. You get to see Emily Blunt kick ass. She's incredible. Yeah, all my friends liked it. I know it was at the time. Like, it's just... You know, and and like um, his character in that is is meant to be. You're not supposed to like him. He's supposed to be shitty. Yeah, because I well, yeah, and I, cause I know it's him being stuck in a loop and having to learn to fight, and he dies all the time, and uh, and and etc. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck in why I hate romance so much. Like, what is it about this that makes me so upset? when I see two people that I don't think should be together, when I'm being told, no, you want these two people to be together. Like, why that I mean, upsets I, me so much. I mean, I, I, I think that... So here's what I'll say. I think that the movie says you want them to be together. I don't know that you necessarily will. I mean, that is what I think works or doesn't work about a romantic comedy is like do the people have chemistry do the people have this and like they don't have a lot of chemistry but that's kind of the point of the movie Mm -hmm. is that they don't have a lot of chemistry it's that she is super into him he sees her as an avenue to solve his loneliness problem and then only by the end of the movie does he actually fall in love with her and then and then that's where like i think the last scene they have that chemistry i i think the other thing about this is this is a like two hour and 20 minute movie it is a it's a long movie that i i almost wish it had been about one thing or the other that had been about a sports manager trying to manage a football player and we go more into that or i mean we go pretty far into that a sports manager who is trying to find love and the sports stuff is a lot more in the background so we can focus well, but, more on their sure. relationship i mean i think i think either of those would be 90 minute movies and then this ended up being 150 minutes instead yeah. or 160 
minutes instead. So it's it's basically equivalent. Um, I don't know that a movie like like a movie that would be just about the relationship would be a traditional romantic comedy. It would be very different. There's plenty of those movies that exist. What I think, what I think, why I think this movie was so popular and why it sort of rose above the sort of romantic comedy genre. Like I don't even consider it a romantic comedy because one, I don't think it's meant, I, I think it is meant to be funny at parts, but I also think it's meant to be very dramatic at parts. And, and then two, um, it just doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like the traditional romantic comedy structure to me. What's it, What are the parts and I'm not, and this is not, I'm not trying to be like in a read or like accusation wise, but I'm generally because what are the parts that are supposed to be like, quote, like very dramatic? Because I thought this was all extremely lighthearted and meant to be taken like very comically overall. Like there were stuff that jokes were happening and I was just sort of like, oh, okay. I, I get what the comedic beat here is, what the sitcom moment here is, but I just, it, it was shot like it was a serious thing, which is totally why I think sometimes it was almost like mm-hmm. odd to be, but like I'm, it, it, I, mean, I guess the racism part is obviously like a serious part. That's that that's serious. I think I um, think um, the the them realizing that like the scene where she's packing up the car and he proposes to her as a on a whim and she says yes. I think it's supposed to be serious. I think a lot of the conversations between Jerry and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character are meant to be serious um, and dramatic. And then I think the ending is supposed to be dramatic. I guess the proposal scene, though, I still found it trying to be funny because they're proposing and they're both, like, joking. And then it becomes, like, proposal chicken. And, like, you don't actually know if they're – like, they don't actually know if they're getting married. Yes. Or, that's That was, like – But it's, like – it's one of those things that's, like, you see that you see this and you're, like, no, it's just a car wreck in the works. They they are not going to – they're not good together. They should not do this. And then they uh, do I mean, it. that is true. I did think that. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then I think that's what you're supposed to think. That's why I think of this more as a, a dramatic scene than necessarily like a comedy scene. Yeah, this film has been this. The, we've talked about the whole plot of this film, but this film has loomed so large in like the back of my head. It's, it's been nearly a week since um since I watched it, and it was on there. So it just is like, why did also this keep popping? Like, why did it make me so illogical that my brain kept popping up and just trying to solve this film? When you're right, there's nothing to solve. It's meant to be two illogical people doing an illogical thing that winds up being okay for them in the end. You know, after they both both grow and have to, you know, do a lot of things to go into it. I will say that is most movies, though. Yeah. To be fair. You, that is most movies. <laughs> I hate it less when we're talking about it as much as it seems like I'm not. Be- I mean, I think I think I think I've gotten in and I've gotten a little like I've gotten you to see some things that you were confused about in the moment. Yes, I don't think I'm, I'm like I'm not going to win you over, and I know that. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, but I think I got in a little. No, you did, and and that's the, and that's why I was also saying is that why this isn't like I I wasn't hate watching this in the sense of thinking this was the one. I, I kind of think you were, but... No, but okay. I mean, for the Tom Cruise of it, I definitely I, think you were. Here's what I... No, here's what I need to try and clarify. And this is this is what the film kept doing to me. I kept giving the film the benefit of the doubt because there would be small moments that it would it would be like, oh, is this where I get hooked in? And then it would do something in the next scene or in the same scene where I'm like, I'm out of it again. And so... I wasn't trying to, like, sit here and go, oh, I'm going to hate this all. I'm like, maybe this will be the moment that it the turn on in there. It just, they make 
Jerry's such an unlikable character that I just yeah. was la- I was laughing at like how much of an anti-hero he is in his own story. Yeah. But I also yeah. will still argue and this is something that again we'll disagree about. I still fundamentally think that Jerry Maguire in the film and this is I think irony. I think we're meant to see this receives more advice and helpful stuff from other people than he himself is able to give people during the film. He's coached better by other people in his life than he is at coaching them, partly because sometimes they don't want to take it. I'm not saying it's all Jerry's fault. Like, a lot of shit happens to Jerry that's not his thing. So I just found that really ironic, that Jerry's character, who is an agent, his job is to motivate clients, motivate people to keep, as you were, as you were talking about, because I was, again, I was texting because I was partly confused. What is the role of an agent? Like, do I not know what a sports agent is? Um, And so when I got that part of it, like, okay, the coaching of it, I started watching from him like, wow, he really, like, he has to get beat the fuck down before he can like draw, like he's literally drawing from nothing. Like the most inspirational moments, the, the help me help you, and and the the like um the the love scene and stuff is him basically coming down and being like I have nothing I have given you yes. all yes. I can get I got nothing left zero yes. nada so I I am just going to reflect back what you gave me and see if that works and it does right because they're basically like we've and been trying to tell you this the whole time well well I mean I. Th- I really love the help me help you scene. I think about it a lot. I think about it a lot at work. I think about it a lot in general. I like it because it's it is it is him. It is like you said, him saying, "I have given you literally everything I can. You have to do a little bit of the work." And I think I feel that way a lot in my job and and in my life. And so, I, I that scene works for me. And that scene, like I I I and and like. He, he doesn't get in all the way, but he gets in a little, right? Because Cuba doesn't change right away, but Cuba takes it to heart. I just, I don't think I find Tom Cruise believable when he's exasperated. I think that's when he turns he turns on too much as an actor. Because as soon as the moment okay. he's trying to play frustrated or angry is the moment I I believe him maybe the least out of every Like, because I, and, I, and honestly, I don't remember why. I'm trying to think back why. But the Help Me Help You scene was the one where I was taken the most out and was and just was like, wow, this is the context of this scene? I was like, gee, like, oh, like, this is, like, really cringy. But I was like, okay, it works for people. But I, I, and I think it's because I've also don't have that much, I have some experience as a director with the helping trying to get people stuff. But I don't think I've ever gotten into that level of desperation that often that I'm relating to it on that level. Um, and that may be why it just doesn't connect to me as much. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. I think, because the moments, like, like I said, the moments when he's with the kids, with Renee, and he's just sort of like more chill, were the moments mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, I get it. Anytime he got animated, I was just like, as, and as, as you accurately predicted, that's when he started to lose me. And that, that being one of yeah. those scenes. 
Um, I am genuinely curious what you're going to think of A Few Good Men. I'm I'm genuinely really excited am. for it. I like Rob Reiner directed stuff. I, I know this is not a traditional, obviously, Rob Reiner film. No, let's see, because the cast Demi is... Moore, Jack Nicholson. Is it Jack Nicholson, Demi Moore, Tom Cruise. Who else is... is Noah this? Wiley. Oh, yep. Um, a very young Noah Wiley. And I'll also say, I know this is a courtroom, a war courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. I know, yep. obviously, there's the you can't handle the truth part of it. I don't know what the trial's about. I don't know who's actually on trial. I don't know if Tom Cruise is a defendant or a, or he's a lawyer or he's what. I I don't I just realized I don't know any of the extraneous circumstances around right. all of that. So I'm very curious I mean, to I, see what this film is. I think this I think this movie is the most like if anything was going to get you to suspend your thoughts about Tom Cruise outside of the movie. I think this is the one that is the one that will be the real test yeah. of if you can, if you can do it or not, or, or if you see, if you see it like, but yeah, but again, I, I also just want to say, I saw Jerry Maguire in 1996. I did. I, he did not go off the deep end. He, he was still seen as generally a big movie star and a likable person. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah. He's like plasticky, but that's like all actors at, at that level. Yeah. So um, that is, that is, that is flavoring my viewing of it too. It was an interesting film in our triangle. I still feel trapped, and no, I feel further, even further, from Rock of Ages to to understanding this. But I, there's one other film I didn't mention. I just realized I don't know why I didn't see it on the filmography list. But one other film with Tom Cruise I have seen, which is Rain Man, and I know that this is going to be closer to the Rain Man era, um, even more so than Jerry. Yeah, Maguire. They're, they're very they're very similar in in time. Yes. Yes. Like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. I remember liking Rain Man. I I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily love it for Tom Cruise, but I thought he was fine in it. Like I thought that film was yeah, that film was fine. I think obviously it's very, you know, it, I hate yeah, very very problematic, very problematic. And I didn't no, that's a lot, of, a lot of bad like shit. that's the part of the reason yeah. that I didn't love it because I'm like, well, there's a lot of weird stuff going in here. Even just the whole, you know, uh, Dustin Hoffman playing an autistic personness of it. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, just in terms of you know the story of a brother having to care of a brother, I'm like, I actually it is really interesting. And Tom Cruise going from a jerk, so again, someone who, you know, an unlikable person, and then having to learn to care for others. You know, um, yeah. same, you know, turn art and stuff. Um, yeah. So I, I I just think that I'm gonna like this more, and I'm going into it hopeful. This is because again, I know this is gonna be a different energy from. Tom Cruise leading man and I'm mm-hmm. meant to love him. This is just something where I'm just going to see him as a person. I'm and I'm supposed to root for him, I'm sure, but that I might root for him versus more of believing that someone could fall in love with him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um you would put this one below Rock of Ages, I assume, right? No, Rock of Ages was terrible. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. No, good, Rock good. of Ages Thank was for it. No. Thank God. No, there's I, there's you, nothing. You came in, you came in talking of redeeming about Rock of Ages. You came in saying you loaded this movie, and I was like, oh God, she's gonna put she's gonna put Rock of Ages above. But me. if you remember what I specifically yeah. called out from the beginning, and I want to give some credit for everyone who's in this film as an actor and actress, I think they I think they truly, for the most part, did what they could and did and it did well. I think Tom Cruise did his job. He played Jerry yeah. well. Mm-hmm. The reason that I'm so taken aback from some of this is that I think it's so terribly written. 
And that's the right. part that I struggle with is suspending my disbelief that all of this bullshit would come together in the way that yeah. it did and that people would react the way that they do in this. You know, I'm accept I mean, accepting I think, it because that's the film. <laughs> but it's more right. believable think, than Rock of Ages for sure. Sure. Okay. Because, like, I think that Cameron Crowe is good at doing the, like, schmaltzy sentimentality that I think is the underpinning of this movie. I think he really captures it well in Almost Famous, and then he goes off the deep end. He, yeah. he, he does it too much, and that's why none of his movies after that have been successful. Um, but also, but also, but also, I think that it's at a 1994 level, and I'm grading it at a 1994 level because I remember that. If you if you compare this to like a cutting-edge movie or show that came out this year, yeah, it's, 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 it's bad writing. Absolutely. I 100% agree. But... For the time period and for what it is, like, I'm not expecting, I'm not watching this expecting, like, Sopranos or Breaking Bad level of dialogue or, or, or plot structure. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm expecting what it is, and yeah. I, the way that you are annoyed by camp, I think you made the right word. I'm annoyed by schmaltz. I think that's part of this this continuum that we're going on here. And why I was just struggling with the writing so much is that it is it is steeped in schmaltziness. Like that is this thing from front end. So when it works for me, it works, but when it doesn't work for me, it really doesn't work. Um, so so now we have a we've we've now established a dichotomy. Yeah. Your team Alice if you're anti camp <laughs> and your team Missy if you're anti schmaltz. That's exactly there's perfect. We got the hashtag teams going. Um uh so we were yes we know our next film it's gonna be uh a few good, few good men. men and then do we spoil what we're doing after that or should we wait until let's let's, oh. let's let's do it next week let's do it next week it's gonna be i will the only spoiler is we will be tackling our most ambitious effort to date but that's after we handle the truth with a few good men Alice, thank you for th thank you for surviving my discussion. If you came out of this discussion, at least I think understanding what the movie was trying to do a yes, little better, more and so. or or maybe able to appreciate some nuances of it better. That's all I really want. I um, I am now able. Yes, I am now able to take from this an appreciation of other people's appreciation from it. Eh. It. No, but like no, I know I'm I'm not trying to be I I I I under I there's a lot more of the the I because I didn't think it was that nuanced, but you're right. Actually, some of the nuances of this type of film, and also the context for like w why this worked when it you know it did and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And you're right. I think I do take for granted. And you said something. I take for granted films in the period of they are and remembering what the context of the things were. And because this is a genre I don't dig into a lot. Ro mm -hmm. Romance, you know, albeit romantic comedy, if you want to call it that or not. Um, regardless, uh, it's it's still a language that I am learning to accept. You know, But it, I would be saying and have the same level of anger if I was watching a Hallmark film because I would be doing the same picking apart of like, well, but, but, why are these things doing sure. it at what it is so it's not unique it's necessarily the, like, to I, this film i i would say that a hallmark film has like 
10,000 times the schmaltz that this movie has. Oh, and this movie has a lot of schmaltz. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying, it's, it's just, it's not the Tom Cruise-ness necessarily of why I was picking this apart. It's more so the romantic, why are these people together part that, that it was driving me away. Okay. We've... I, I think I, I think I, I think I got a little light coming out of your heart. I think that, I think that Beep. by the time we're done with this podcast, you are going to be a believer. Alice. You're also going to be full. You're going to be full of estrogen, so that's going to help. Yeah, I am. Do you know what? I'm so full of light. Put the mini shirt back on. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that shirt one more time. We're gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have to get a photo of this. I'm to just gonna post. hold it up because I don't want to actually. That's it fine. On. I just want to see that beautiful oh, mini face again. A great visual again. bit for our podcast. That's gonna be. That's gonna be me after estrogen. Yeah. That that minion yeah. is me after estrogen. There. Uh. So yeah. as we. So, always say, to end the show. You shoplifted the booty? <laughs> I shoplifted the booty.